please consider becoming a patron of That Taxi Podcast through Podbean. We've got exclusive content and cool swag for you. Here are some of the testimonials from satisfied patrons. I became a patron on Podbean and won the Powerball and the Mega Millions and the Irish Sweepstakes. I became a patron on Podbean and I got great news from Mari Povich. You are not the father. I became a patron on Podbean and it was the biggest contribution, the best contribution ever made. And then you idiots elected me as your president. Like I became a patron on Podbean and solved the mystery of the missing stickers. And I got some weed. And I got Scooby Snacks. Results not typical. Results not likely. Consult your doctor before joining patrons. Tell your doctor if you are pregnant or plan to become pregnant. Other common side effects may include uncontrollable laughter. Explosive diarrhea. Feelings of superiority. Perpetual dizziness. Rare but possible side effects may include spontaneous combustion. Spontaneous erection. Spontaneous paralysis. Spontaneous spontaneity. Spontaneous death. 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 And impulsiveness. See your doctor if your erection lasts more than four weeks. You mean four hours? Four weeks! <laughs> In today's episode of That Taxi Podcast. If all the raindrops are lemon drops and gum drops, oh, what a rain that would be. Last week, yeah. a car drives by and bam, sounded like a snowball hit my car. And I followed the car. I got his license plate and I called the cops. But on my way to work this weekend, I had this bam hit the side of my car. But then my window stopped working. A cable in here <gasps> broke. Yes. It occurs to me that that was the start of my window breaking. Oh my god, that poor guy. It wasn't the snow. You framed him. (laughs) (laughs) I went to OzFest 2000. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting on top of my friend's Jeep, and across the way there was this girl, and she's doing the strip tease. And she's like, da 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 And we're all, woo, get it, girl. Well, people start, you know, rocking the vehicle, and so she, like, puts her boobies away. And, you know, everybody's like, boo, boo, boo. And my friend Sky sitting next to me, he's like, Shandy, he's like, you have great tits. He was like, you should totally. And I was like, I got this, right? Thinking it's the one thing I can do. I I will make you proud. (laughs) And so I'm like, Thomas is squirming in the back. And so everybody looks at me, and I just punch my boobies. And I'm like, woo! Next thing I know, it was like Z Nation. Like, people climbing over people. Welcome to That Taxi Podcast. I'm Thomas. And I'm Taxi David, author of Too Much to Handle, a series of hilarious cartoons of all the crazy things that happen in and around my taxi. Thanks for jumping into our cab for a ride-along. Yeah, we've been driving taxi for years, and we love to talk about work. You mean bitch about work. Yeah, okay, that's true. Everybody does bitch about work. We know you'll find this entertaining. Sure will, because we have a unique point of view as nighttime taxi drivers. That Taxi Podcast drops every Wednesday on Spotify and wherever else you get this podcast. Uh, Thomas, I think you mean to say wherever you get your podcast. No, Einstein. I mean wherever they get this podcast. I don't care where they get their other podcasts. (laughs) Okay, okay, yes. Uh, Okay, well, let's go. Off we go. drops and gum drops oh what a rain that would be standing outside with my mouth open wide ah 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 if all the rain drops were lemon drops and gum drops oh what a rain that would be mr cab driver won't stop to let me in 
I'll stop to let you in. Mr. Cab Driver, don't like my kind of skin. Oh, I know that song, actually. What is that song? Mr. Cab Driver by Lenny Kravitz. Okay. I, I do remember that lyric, yes. Hey, why am I sitting in back? You are sitting in back because we have with us a gorgeous guest whose voice you heard the gumdrop song, right? Or the even, rainbow, rainbow song. I don't even know what it's called. Yeah. Uh, this is Shandy. Hi, Shandy. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Are you handy? Okay. I... <laughs> Thomas, behave. <laughs> Shandy is a very uh, visible person in this community here. Uh, she's involved in a lot of things. Uh, I know her from, you know, seeing you working with bands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you apparently also work in a lot of other things. We had a chance to talk before uh, doing this podcast. What are some of the other things that you do? Um, I'm in marketing. Uh, I work very closely with local nonprofits. Um, I have three teenagers, so I'm doing just about anything I can to be involved in whatever they're involved in. Sure. Uh, but yeah. How old are your teenagers? Um, I have two 14-year-olds and one 17-year-old. Two 14 year olds, and how do you have two 14 year olds? One is a foster, but her birthday oh. is in the same month as my son's. Oh, you have a foster child. Yeah, I actually have one of each. I have a boy, a girl, and a trans. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. Wait, is that okay. each? Yeah, one of, I, well, oh. yeah. good point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good point. <laughs> I thought I had one of each. They make you sing. Diversity <laughs> is something. Sure, else yeah. Now. <laughs> um, so the way we know you. I know you're yeah. in the music world, but we see you at Chiba Hut all the time because yeah. we pregame at Chiba Hut. We sit there and we figure out what, we, like we did today, we yeah. figure out kind of what we wanted to talk about without really revealing everything to each other. Yeah. Um, what do you do for Chiba Hut? Doug and Kristen Engerman own the Chiba Hut here in Bellingham. Mm -hmm. And so I do their marketing online for both shops, but they, uh, they call me boots on the ground. Okay. And that's, what do they I, call you in the air? I, um, hi. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which, no, I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to be high at work. That's okay. Um, Neither are we. <laughs> Neither are we. No, we're not allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, I, um, I create partnerships between the local businesses in our neighborhood and, uh, and yeah, we just collaborate on events and things like that. Yeah. So what are the other, uh, you said other uh, businesses in the community that you work with like what are some of those well i started with makeshift um, makeshift is a nonprofit by the museum and they do sound uh, internships they have a art gallery um, and originally that's kind of how I, I started i was postering for them meaning that i was hanging up posters for their bands because they also have a venue okay and uh, i Got into postering at Chiba Hut, you know, marketing a band there, and they were like, "Hey, you're really good at marketing. That's what you should do." So, so you were the poster child. The poster child, yeah. Oh. Now I know that you have something to do with uh, Canis Sisters. With uh... the Canis Sisters. Yeah, tell me about that. Okay, so Canis Sisters—they are this kooky group of ladies. They're um, they're great. They are destigmatizing the use of medicinal marijuana mm -hmm. or even rec recreational use of marijuana like what thomas has <laughs> marijuana it feels weird saying marijuana you know it's like marijuana pot pot cannabis weed, weed 
devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That and, helps destigmatize it. <laughs> and, and to bring it back around to the Canada sisters, it's very similar. They are destigmatizing weed. Yeah. They're, they are a group of women that are getting people out of their houses and doing things in the community, like going to the Nico, Neko, I can't even pronounce Neko, it. Neko, I think Neko? Is what it's pronounced. Um, yeah. it, it sounds weird. Yeah. Like a Neko. It's like, what are this we is doing? The We're Neko, going to the Neko Cafe. The like, cat I cafe. No hickeys, please. <laughs> you know that. The the, cat, the, that's where Thomas, we can't do our podcast parked in front of Are it, you a cat guy? Oh, yeah. Oh. He, he's like, there's look at this girl. There's, there's, there's this kitty there named Daphne. You absolutely <gasps> love her. She's so cute. I love pussy. Behave now. Yes. These women, they create these events and they're like, hey, sign up with the Canna sisters and we will all get together. This is how I got to Aww. know them. Um, they start their journey at Chiba Hut. They, you know, come and they have munchies and everybody goes for a walk. And is it open to all genders or just women? My boyfriend came along the last time mm -hmm. we went and they welcomed him okay. as a Canna sister. Um, they did a cross night at Chiba Hut and there was a, a house, a man that is a part of the houseless community and they welcomed him at the table and he got okay. to participate in the crafts as well. I think oh, it's, cool. they are, they're, they're not just okay. people at okay. all. Okay. That's good to tell. I think one of the biggest problems with the, uh, marijuana being stigmatized here is it was going well when they legalized it for medicine. Yeah. And as soon as they made it legal for rec. All the medicine shops closed up. N none of the dispensaries did uh, medical marijuana anymore. If you go into a dispensary to buy pot for a specific reason, you say, I have migraines. Their bud tenders are like doctors. Right. And they I've, are so well educated. Dave and I well talked about this before, too. In fact, one of the bud There's tenders, no she had these... a whole cheat sheet right. that she had made on her own that classified all the different strains that were good for nerve pain, for migraines, okay. for... Yeah. For gastro issues like I I couldn't believe it you know I'm just guessing here but they're probably not making more than 18 bucks an hour or so but right. here they are well Shandy we appreciate having you here yeah. um this is uh basically just a free-for-all it's yeah. nice to know about kind of the things that you do um this first part we kind of talk about our week and how things went going yeah. but I and there was something before we get into more talking with you I do want to bring something up okay on my way to work this weekend on Saturday, I had this bam hit the side of my car. And I was like, what the hell was that? And I thought for sure somebody had thrown a snowball because that's what it sounded like. Is there snow outside? No, there, no, wasn't. there was not. Actually, there was. Up north, in, up yeah, up north there was. So that's why it's still registered So that's in my why head. you thought maybe it was and a then, snowball. Yeah, but then my window stopped working. It, I couldn't get it to go up and down properly. It just started going lower and lower and up and down, lower and lower. And, yeah. And then eventually just fell down into the something door. hit your car no a cable in here <gasps> broke yes a cable snapped and that's terrifying yeah and i didn't know that but that explains that but this is okay. what you don't know shandy is okay. that last week yeah when we did our podcast i described the same incident i was sitting right where we are right now just being a taxi and a car drives by and bam same sound Sounded like a snowball hit my car. And I followed the car through the alleyway all around and everything like that. Oh this God, guy was you. being suspicious. 
and he could have just been evading me. Right. But what were you going to do if you caught him? Would you be like... No, I was just getting his license you plate. you throw a snowball re- at my car? Yeah, well, I, I got his license plate, and uh, I called the cops. That somebody yeah. threw something at my car. I didn't see any damage. Yeah. I didn't see anything on the ground where I was parked. And I told Thomas about it. It occurs to me that that was the start of my window breaking. Oh, my God, that poor guy. It wasn't the snow. You framed him. <laughs> you... <laughs> Fortunately, the cops were busy because there was drive-by a shooting. drive-by shooting up on the Guide Meridian, and they were busy for several and hours. And nobody really cares. And no one cared. Yeah, no one cares. And nobody so, really cares. No, no one cares. So, But the reason I did call the cops was not just that. I took the license plate. As I was driving through the alleyway, one of yeah. the kids sitting in the back seat got out while the car was moving and climbed up on his on the windowsill and pulled yeah. down a ski mask. And then they saw me, and he quick, you know, jumped back into the car. So something was happening. But it wasn't related to my incident. <laughs> so you're getting wow. looked at. I know. Is it that guy? I don't know that guy. I don't know that guy either. I don't know. Don't make eye contact. Yeah. So or talk about Jesus and he'll leave yeah. you alone. <laughs> um, so that was my week. Mm-hmm. I realized that last week I may have been mistaken. How'd that make you feel? I feel chagrined. I'm a little embarrassed. Do you play Scrabble? I used to play Scrabble because a lot. Because you have like said a oh, handful my... of words that <laughs> I can neither spell oh, okay. nor define. Yes, I was I was an English teacher. Well, that makes a lot of was, sense now. Yeah. So chagrined. Chagrined. But you yeah. still misused the word worst last week. Yeah, Thomas, oh come after God. me. Oh, my God. And you have been sitting on that this whole time. No, no, I he laid into me last week. I just said something like, you know what's worst? Mm-hmm. And you're like, what do you mean what's worse? You Mr. English teacher, what do you mean worse? I, that's something I would totally forget about. I'd be like, oh, you, mis- you misused a word? You're supposed to say, who are you, you know in the English teacher police? The worst. Like, yeah, he is the English teacher. Uh-huh. He keeps you in line. Yeah. So, um, of all the... By the way, the way you're licking that is... Yeah, it's very, driving him up the yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, she's got a candy cane here. I'm sure it's good for conversation. Mm-hmm. It keeps him attentive. Um, so Thomas, your week, anything interesting? <clears throat> well, uh, I did have some famous people in the cab oh. or somewhat famous. Okay. I picked them up at the airport. They're a band playing up here at the local club. They were mm-hmm. doing, one of the breweries was doing an anniversary thing and they had a group called Acid King come up. Mm-hmm. They're, They're from famous? the Bay Area. Yeah. Not so much famous for, you know, everybody knows them, but two of the musicians in the band are from Hawkwind. Quite a famous band. But uh, Hawkwind, yeah, most people will know if you say the word Hawkwind, who they are. Shetty, have you interacted with a lot of famous people? I have. And I have a hard time believing that I have come into contact with more famous people than you guys have as cab drivers. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, actually, when I first moved back from Oregon, I was helping out at the for uh, Devin the Dude. Oh, but I didn't even know who he was. I had, you know, everybody's like, oh, Devin the dude is coming, and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And I was like, all right, that's great. So I wore my lead spandex, sure. you know, and I, we ended up upstairs, and I'm, you know, they were like, oh, well, we're going to be, smoke this blunt. And I was like, sweet. So there was like an empty seat next to this guy. And, uh, you know, we're passing this blunt around, and we're laughing about this guy, how he had two different shoes on and whatnot. And the next thing I know, this person comes up and like, like, can I get a picture with you? And I realize I'm sitting next to this famous guy, Devin the Dude. And I'm oh, actually, I'm that actually, was him. 
sharing a blow with him. And I'm like, wow, this is this is amazing. So Yeah, this town has been out for some famous people. They've always brought in some really good acts. And I think Devin the Dude's been here for a couple times. I think he likes yeah. coming back here. Yeah. I like Sir Mix a lot. He has friends here yeah. or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anybody else? Any Anybody else uh, come across your path? Yeah, um, I used to do concert crew at the Tacoma Dome. Oh, um, my dad was a drummer, and uh, we didn't really have much of a relationship until I turned 18. And he called me up after I graduated, and he was like, hey, do you want to work with me at the Tacoma Dome? And I was like, sure. And so um, the first show I worked was Anger Management 2000, okay. and uh, it was Eminem and Limp Biscuit, and um, that was probably epic. I, I don't know. It was the most yeah. intense and epic thing for... That was your first experience. That was my first experience, yeah. At 18, 19 years old. Yeah, and I had no idea what we were doing. He's like, oh, well, you'll be unloading these crates and building the stage, right? And right. so I had a pair of platform boots and whatnot, and I'm, like, unloading these crates off this ramp, off the truck onto this ramp, and he actually had to pull me aside and take me to the mall and buy me tennis shoes because mm-hmm. I had the wrong footwear. You were too fashionable. I had no I was People are looking at I you. was like, I'm going to work with Eminem. Like, I want my butt to look good. I'm going to wear these boots, right? No, my dad was not impressed. That show ended up leading into working in the WWF show. And I got to meet Big Show and The Rock Johnson. Oh. And I tell you what, being around those they're they're so big yes they are so big so huge and so you build their stage and then everybody cuts for lunch and so you get to eat with if you're lucky you get to eat with them Uh in catering and that's you know you never know who you're sitting next to yeah did you get to talk to them yeah Yeah, (laughs) a little bit but you get starstruck like even now like thinking about it and talking about it i'm like Oh my gosh, that was... Did you call a rock a jabroni? No, but his smile was so bright. <laughs> he is an angel. He really is. The big show, I didn't even know who he was. He was just huge. Yeah. And I ended up spilling my whole plate of spaghetti into my lap on accident. And I you know, had to stand up and he was walking by and he was like, nice kid. But your spaghetti is a mess. <laughs> and I'm like looking at the seven foot something tall guy just ah yeah but um I think a lot of these athlete athlete people people don't realize how superhumanly huge these oh these yeah, people yeah. are unless like I remember we watch the sports on TV and say what that guy couldn't fucking kick that ball or that guy couldn't catch that yeah. ball yeah and then you go to a game and they walk past you yeah yeah and you're like that guy is huge yeah. yeah unhumanly huge uh one of my favorite players is tyler lockett the seattle seahawks he's a little guy he's a little guy he's and he when really? i say he's a little guy he's probably about i'm a six foot one he's probably just shy of that i don't know what his actual height is i'd have to look this up but you see you put him next to like jimmy graham back in the day they tower over him they would tower over well, me you have to be little and fast and he is he is know. that man he is that's a superpower in yeah. its own sure any any of these stars really i guess it's, i was going to say any of these stars ever really intimidate you um but it sounds like they did maynard in their charm maynard from tool 
Yeah. Well, how'd that go? Again, I was, you know, Again. like 19, mm-hmm. 20, you know, and I, I had worked a couple of shows and this is when Tool came to the Tacoma Dome, sure. I think maybe for the first time and we're all eating and catering. And so my experience in in these big shows was, you know, you get to, you build the stage and then everybody gets together and you eat and catering. And if you're lucky, you get to sit next to them and talk to them, but it's no big deal because they would, they expect it. Right. He was very cold and unpersonable and it was a little scary, intimidating, you know, just, he was on a different level. Okay. All right. Yeah. I met James Hetfield on the beach in Hawaii. Okay. Okay. So, so that's I, outside of the it, arena. Yeah, yeah. No, I was there with a friend and his family, and they all slept in, and I just wanted to be by the ocean. And so mm. everybody was sleeping, and I was like, I woke up early, and I'm going to go down to the beach. And I was hanging out at the beach, and I look over, and there's this guy on a towel next to me, and he's watching his family I assumed it was his family. It was like a lady with her kids and stuff. And I'm, I'm watching them. They're playing in the water. And I look over and it, it just dawned on me. I was like, this is James Hetfield from Metallica. Yeah. And I was, I was like, da, 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 da. I couldn't even remember his name. I was like, you're that guy from Metallica. And yeah. he kind of smiled, you know, laughed. And he was like, yes, I am. And I've seen him on podcasts and you know on tv and stuff and he's very like i'm james hetfield you know but i here i am i'm like you're that guy from metallica mm-hmm. so um, you know what i mean yeah. like where's the honor in that i'm just <laughs> you're that guy from metallica and he was like yeah i'm that guy and i was like great okay um i want to shift into another topic one of the oh. common what i don't know she's looking at me like i did something wrong what you do no I'm you stopped. did it all right Wait, stop touching yourself i'm farting I'm farting. <laughs> in in our job, lots of people want to know what's the craziest story that we have. And you you worked at the Tacoma Dome. Do you have just maybe even in the industry a crazy story? Something where? Um. Well, I went to Ozfest 2000. Mm-hmm. I had never been to a metal show before. Right. Ozzy right? Osbourne is where. Right. My dad was working the concert, so he's. I didn't even have a ticket. Mm-hmm. My friends were like, we're going to Ozfest. I was like, great, can I come? My dad will get me in. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay. And Pantera sure. was, My cat. was there. My cat. That's the cat. And I didn't know it then, but there is this huge rivalry between Pantera and Slayer. Okay. Okay. Are you so talking about between the bands themselves or the fans? The fans. Okay. People are like, we like Pantera. Because I was yeah. People are like, story. we like Slayer, right? <laughs> they come out slamming guitars yeah. into each other. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm sitting on top of my friend's Jeep, and across the way there was this girl, and she's doing the strip tease. And sure. she's like, da, 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 and we're all, woo, get it, girl. Well, people start, you know, rocking the vehicle, and so she, like, puts her boobies away, and, and you know, everybody's like, boo, boo, sure. boo. <laughs> and my friend Sky sitting next to me, he's like, Shandy, he's like, you have great tits. Should totally, and I was like, I got this right. Thinking it's the one thing I can do. I I will make you proud. <laughs> and so I'm like, hey. Thomas is squirming in the back. And so everybody looks at me, and I just punch my boobies, and I'm like, woo! Next thing I know, it was like Z Nation, like 
people climbing over people and they were rocking the Jeep. Next thing I know, I'm being pulled off the Jeep and dragged. This oh. security guard, this woman's security guard had pulled me down off the Jeep and dragged me. She was running as fast as she could. And I was like trying to keep up so that I wasn't eating grass. Right. Oh, and she dragged me as fast and as far as she could out of that crowd until there was nobody around us and she sh stopped and she just fucking shook me and she was like do you have any idea what you just did and how much danger you put yourself into don't you ever take your shirt off at a concert like this like she was screaming is that at why me. you're wearing big fluffy sweaters now no it's just because i'm fat oh <laughs> <laughs> she just wanted you for herself but yeah. like I mean, she was like shaking sure, me, screaming sure. at me, and and when she finally let me go, and she just disappeared. I have no idea where this woman went. I turned around, I looked around, and I'm like, she was an angel. way out in the middle. Probably, I, I'm way out in the middle of nowhere. There's no cars, nothing around me, and I have to walk back to find my friend's jeep. And as I got closer, the crowd was had just grown. It had grown, and it was. I could hear them chanting, Pantera Slayer, Pantera Slayer. So the next morning I wake up and... Ten all... people have been killed. Yeah, it, it, that's what it looked like. It looked like post-apocalyptic. Like all the vehicles around my friend's Jeep, because he had like a Jeep Wrangler that had the, the roll bar. Sure. And he had rolled down all the windows and everything. So... They wouldn't break them. Yeah. All the vehicles around his truck had been There actually was a shooting at the, the campground at the Gorge broken. this summer. So. This summer there was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. this is like 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm 41, remember. Maybe I'm 42. I don't remember. Be 42? <laughs> I think 42. I'm 42 this year. But anyway, yeah. No, that was just like one of the craziest eye-opening moments for me ever. It was wow. Like, so that is a good crazy story. You have story. to be careful about who you show your boobies to. Yeah. Did you get that, Thomas? Well, I don't show my boobs to anybody. Okay. So I guess he doesn't have to worry about that. Then. And that was after they... No, that was before they were dating. No, after. Because they turned 18 June 5th. You had you had them pierced before you were 18? I did. And... At, a local, at a local shop. Oh. I totally gave consent. Yeah. Okay. I'd hung out at the Sounds like where I got shop. my first tattoo in... You got your first tattoo in... At an actual tattoo shop? It wasn't uh... somebody's... Kind of a tattoo shop. <laughs> Somebody's said, bedroom. Hey, Thomas, I have some candy. You want some candy? No, I wasn't that young. I mean, we moved here in 95. I was already in my 30s. Oh, okay. So you, you gave your consent as well? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what was your first tattoo? A Detroit Lions on my arm. On I am arm. now a Lions fan. Get yeah. out. Get out? What? <laughs> <laughs> The Seahawks are my team. Oh, sure. Well, I know. It's, I don't care how bad they get. I will always be. What did you say? You can't say that. You can't even, how can you say that on the... <laughs> He'll beep it. <laughs> or Kurt will say, no. Okay. I was bad. Okay. Where is your first tattoo? On my arm. Pussy. <laughs> no. I have no that's tattoo. A, that's my second You have tattoo. no tattoo. No. That's almost unheard of yeah. now. I have uh, a pussy tattooed on my dick. No, just no. <laughs> just no. Just, I have so many things to say, but they're not okay. Oh, no, they're okay. That's not okay. 
you guys are so much fun. <laughs> well, I don't been... want this to be my only, my the only time I get to hang oh, out no. with if, you. If something, this. so here, if something ever happens in your future that you know something's changed in your life, call, contact us. We we have somebody that has been with us three times. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, call us and say I have something I want to talk about, and we'll set aside some time and we'll do that. Uh, Thomas. Yes. Do you have a joke for us? I do have a joke. I have a joke about my penis. Okay, so hang on. No, we ain't going there. Thomas. <laughs> Thomas, I'm so sorry. Hang on Shady. to my penis? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll let go then. <laughs> uh, Thomas has a way of coming up with jokes that are somewhat inappropriate. It's okay. I feel like his penis needs some attention. So. Okay, all right, go so ahead. So let's give his penis the my attention. My penis cannot give get enough attention. Okay. So I have a joke about my penis. Okay. Ready? Yes. Oh, never mind. It's too long. <laughs> I have a joke. Okay. Oh. What's the last sound a pubic hair makes? The last sound a pubic hair makes? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, I got one too. What, what did Cinderella okay. say when she got to the balls? <laughs> I've heard that. Uh, what what do hippie coffee, hippie cigarettes, and hippie sex all have in common? Chewy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You're always spitting something. Spitting something out. out. Yeah, and the little Ew. fibers of something. So Shandy, though, thank you. Yeah. Uh, for being here, that was a it lot was of a fun. pleasure. Yeah. It was. This was great, and you had some great material. I thought we, you know, you might have been a little nervous about. I don't know what I'm going to say, but you did great. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That's the end of our podcast. You guys have a good rest of the night. Stay positive, kids. Thanks for coming along with us on That Taxi Podcast. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode. And you can find us on Spotify or wherever you download your podcasts. Wherever you download this podcast. Oh, right. Sorry. We want your thoughts, ideas, and feedback on today's episode. So please contact us, and we really do want you to contact us at thattaxipodcast.com, at Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram. See you next week. See you next week.